In preparing these podcasts and my Sunday homilies, I read a number of commentaries and sources on the scripture readings as well as ideas for homilies. My homily this Sunday relies very heavily on some ideas and texts from Father John Zulsdorf. Father Zulsdorf has a blog, which I must admit I look at almost every day, as he discusses many ideas about the church and many happenings and many insights, as well as some interesting aspects of his travels. If you'd like to look at it yourself, I'll put the link in the show notes for today. So I just want to credit Father John Zulsdorf for many of the ideas of this podcast. So here we go. The Gospel for this third Sunday of Advent, Gaudete Sunday, contains an interesting dialogue, although not a face-to-face one, between Jesus and John the Baptist. It has two sections, which need to be addressed somewhat separately, though they are connected to each other. Firstly, John the Baptist is in prison because he preached about Herod's unlawful marriage. He learnt of the wonders his cousin Jesus was working and he sent his own followers to ask Christ about his identity. Are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? Christ sent back an answer. Next, like putting a bookend on the moment, Christ then asked questions about John's identity. It probably occurs to most people to wonder why John asked this question at all. Did he have doubts about Jesus? If so, doesn't that contradict what Christ says about John? If he didn't have doubts, why did John ask a question for which he already knew the answer? Well, we'll get to that. But staying with the first part of the passage, to our ears today the Lord's response about his identity seems to evade John's question. However, when Jesus spoke these words in the first century, the Jews who heard him would have known exactly what he meant by his response. And the seemingly unconnected, and blessed is he who takes no offence at me, The means to pry open this enigmatic response is the book of Isaiah, which the gathered crowd, Christ's own disciples, and the messengers from the Baptist would have known well. And we hear this key passage in the first reading. To quote, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unsealed. Then the lame shall leap like a deer. These are the very miracles Christ had worked. And so his response to John includes a clue to his identity. He is the Anointed One, the Christ, the Messiah. But John's question was, are you he who is to come? That certainly suggested the Messiah. But when we look at the first reading again, who is coming? Not the Messiah, but God himself. To quote again from the first reading, Look, your God is coming. Vengeance is coming. The retribution of God 
he is coming to save you. So the scriptural allusions Christ made answered John's question. Jesus is saying, I am not just the long-expected Messiah, I am also God. His listeners, knowing well these allusions, must have reacted sharply. This surely explains why the Lord tacked on that seemingly out-of-place line, and blessed is he who takes no offence at me. After this, the passage shifts from the answer to John's question about Christ's identity to Christ's query about John's identity. This is a continuation of Christ's answer to John. Jesus emphasised who he himself was in another way by talking about who John was. Yes, John was a prophet, but he was more than a prophet. Jesus said that John was the one foretold by the prophet Malachi, whom he quoted. Again, the Jews present would have caught the reference. The Gospel reading ends with Christ saying that John was the greatest man to have been born of woman. John didn't simply point to the Messiah, he heralded the arrival of God. This episode of Christ with the messengers and John's burning question has the flavour of longing and perhaps impatience. How appropriate then are the words of St James in the epistle. As great as he was, John still had to make his own response of faith to Christ. Knowing what he knew, John had to decide what he was going to do about it. So do we. Buried in John's question could also be some impatience, perhaps sensing that he wasn't going to get out of prison alive. John wanted to experience the fruits of the coming of the long-awaited one. Every generation of Christians through the ages has impatiently waited for the coming of the Lord, just as we, each year in a compressed arc of time, explore during Advent the Perusia and await the arrival of the Incarnate Word, both at Christmas and at the end. Think of how the passage of time is perceived by those who have fewer distractions, like the young. It takes forever to Chris, for Christmas to arrive. St James tells us that we have to hold fast and have patience. There is a form of impatience, though, that is holy. It's called zeal. And Jesus Christ, being the perfect man, also was filled with zeal. I came to cast fire upon the earth, he said in St. Luke's Gospel, and how I wish it were blazing already. When we act, think and pray out of zeal, we are impatient that the things of God, the kingdom of God, would come about precisely what we pray for in the Our Father, Thy kingdom come. Zeal does not allow us to stand still. It moves us to evangelization, that is, bringing others to possess the riches of the faith that we have received from Christ through the apostles and through the generations that have gone before us. 
Our zeal must also impel us to go forth, as is said at the end of Mass, to spread the faith to those around us through example, conversations and invitations to come and see. Like John in prison, we do not doubt our Saviour. We know him and we believe him. We cannot be shaken in our belief in what Holy Church claims and understands about Christ. He is the only Saviour of any who wish to be saved. We long for and recognise his coming in the words of Scripture, in the poor and needy, in the person of the priest, in every word and gesture of Holy Mass, in the ultimate union with Christ, with him in Holy Communion. Be strong, says Isaiah, fear not, behold your God will come. We reply, come Lord Jesus. Laudator Jesus Christus.